Rock a Podcast. Midnight, 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 Paco. Midnight, Paco Podcast. Midnight, Paco. Midnight, Paco Podcast. Welcome to the Midnight Paco Podcast. As always, you can find me at Justin Fuller Comedy on Instagram. And I am the underscore great underscore C-O-R-E-E. That's where you can find me. And you can find us both at the Midnight Paco Podcast. That's right. And as you can see, we got a special guest in the house. Oh. Where can they find you? Uh, at K-R-A-Y-Z-T-9 on Instagram. That's K-R-A-Y-Z-T-9 on Instagram. That's yeah. right. This is Tyrone Gaines, folks. This episode of the Midnight Pocket Podcast brought to you in part by the Acumen Paralegal Services help you help yourself the legal way. The services that they offer is they help with documents that need to be typed, guardianships, probate, divorce, wills and trusts, complaints, business organization, financial planning, and legal research and writing. Go ahead and give them a call at 216-727-0049 or 216-456. 2000. Michelle White will get you right. That's right. What up, y'all? What up? What's, What's up? up? What's up, baby? Appreciate you stopping through, man. Oh, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. I've been trying to get through here. Yeah, of course, man. You're awesome, right. dude. Of course, Finally. Y'all yeah. got hooked up, man. Yeah. I'm like, all right, man. Whenever y'all can got time for me, I'm going to come through. Finally, we got time. You got time. <laughs> yeah. Our schedules had to all messed up because we had you scheduled. Yeah, yeah, right, man. I had, to, I had a little audible to pull. But you know, that was about money, man. This is about love. Get it, dog. You know? Get it. Got to make that money and do the damn thing. You're a health comedian. I'm, so I'm always tell you to get it, the man. money. Yes. Right. Yeah, for sure. So hard for us. We got to get it, man, you know? Always. You ain't lying, dude. It's, it's, I mean, well, how long you been in it? Let's start off that way. All right, so um, it'll be a year uh, next month, September 11th. Really? It's only a little, like, little bit over a week. It'll okay. be a year for me. Do you remember your first show? Yeah. Yeah, my first show, it was at um, uh, Lakewood Village Tavern. Okay. That was your first open mic? First open mic, first ever doing stand-up. I had this um, OG who um, was doing comedy, and I was threatening for like a couple of months. Like, man, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So he's like, man, come on. I'm going up there tonight. You come up here with me. So he was like, he's like get you five minutes together. And uh, we went up there. And, you know, first day, I'm just like, ugh. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. People, what are they going to think? You know, I'm a, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> Word. But I went up there and it went it went great. Nice. Went That's super great. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, man. Do you remember your first show? Oh, yeah. My first show was um, Trap Boy Mannequin. What? <laughs> at the LV, t- I mean, uh, at the um, Exotic Cuisine. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was um, a comedy contest. It was... Um, he was hosting. I know uh, Joey Zaza was one of the judges. This is the first time I ever met Tim Buck too. First okay. time I ever met Gene Miller. First time I ever met Sid V. Okay. Okay. And um, shout out to all of those. Yeah, hell of a group. funny cats coming out of Cleveland, y'all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it was a competition, and I was um, I, I was watching my old video. Right, I could see the difference. Like when I was starting off, I was definitely just reading my speech right. and getting off stage. I wasn't. Performing oh, comedy, hundred percent. Yeah, too. I kind of yeah. thought that our show was your first show. That was um, my first surprise show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, 
that's a funny story. That's how I met these guys, man. Like, yeah, I was yeah. going to um, front stage. Shout out to, to Roselle. Shout out to Roselle Lamar yeah. to do an open mic. And um, I always had to open mics. So I go there, and they're having, like, these guys are having a real show. They didn't put their money together. <laughs> they're having a show. They dressed up. I'm like, damn. And I think, so, I forget who didn't, but somebody didn't show up. And y'all sent Ebony out. She was like, hey, you still want to go up? I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, you yeah. did a great job, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You're a hell of a, hell of a comedian, though. You, well, you're a good personality. So uh, what what made you want to? So you did it, you know, for the first time last year almost, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So how long have you been thinking about doing it? Man, kind of all my life. Okay. Always been funny okay. just in goofy situations, right, right. but... You know, it's, it's always um, when you're trying to do it on purpose. It's like, oh, right. oh it's pressure. Right, hundred percent different, huh? Mm -hmm. Because Absolutely. you look, everyone thinks that they're funny. Obviously, everyone is funny at a time, in a moment, around your friends, because they know you. You know, what I mean, and a lot of times, luxury gives you that. Because if your friend says something stupid, but it's stupid, you laugh because it's just your friend and stupid, but whatever. Right. But you know, what I'm saying, when, when you go up on stage and you got five minutes. You may do good for 30 seconds. <laughs> right. A minute. minute and a half. Two minutes? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. That's when the fucks start coming out because you forget what the fuck you're going to say. And then you're just like, well, yeah, so fuck that shit. Uh, fucking. Uh, right. Woo. Yeah, and I, I used to be so uncomfortable with the silence. So it's like if I wasn't getting a laugh, I'm just, oh, I just, I started. Going bone thugs, just bippity boppity boom on the mic, just saying whatever. Right. But. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, and, and shout out to Chris Rock, I ain't never going to say this shit, but, he, you know, he was like, and this is why I approached it a little bit differently, and obviously I'm new at it, so why should I approach it this way? But either way, I'm older too, so fast tracking. You don't want just, see, he didn't want to laugh loud. He wanted, <gasps> get out of here, ha ha, laugh. Yeah. <gasps> what? Fuck you. Absolutely. Get out of here. Ha, ha, ha. You know what I'm saying? He, he wants you on that ride, but obviously he's fucking Chris Rock, and he can do that, afford to do that this yeah, moment. Legend, you know man. what I'm saying? You know? But, so, who are your uh, inspirations in? Oh, man. Okay. So, um, Patrice O'Neal, first and foremost, that is my pastor. Um, <laughs> George Carlin, of course. Um, right. Dave Chappelle. Word. Uh, and even, even Chris Rock, man. And, and that's no... No slight to somebody like an Eddie Murphy or a Richard Pryor, oh, yeah. but those guys, um, it's, 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 they move like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. why you, you, you can't teach people to be like Richard Pryor. You can't teach the Eddie Murphy. There's no format to follow. Was to he study? Was he 21? Eddie Murphy when he filmed Raw. Delirious or Delirious? Yeah. 21 when he filmed Delirious. Man, full with all the confidence of a seasoned vet. That Eddie got so many tools in the bag. You can't just. Right, copy Eddie Murphy style, you right, know. Right, right, yeah. And Chris Rock, he 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 writes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's why people were upset when they were going to see him after everything happened with him and Will Smith. Mm -hmm. You know, because they were expecting him to talk about it, and he was like, "I wrote all this material. I I, I have to think about that shit. I, you know, I don't just come out and talk about shit. I got crafted, basically. Right. He's an artist, man. Yeah, so you know. Hey, you know what I was thinking about? What's that? I wonder what would have happened if Jada would have went up on stage. And slapped him? Instead of Will, yeah. Oh, wow. I wonder what that narrative would have looked like. Wow. Hmm. That's Assume, a good... That's assuming Chris would have still took the slap the same way. Oh, just, he he definitely would have. Oh, yeah. for sure. He, he would he would have been like, I deserve it. He probably would have said something... He probably would have said something differently, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. I mean, because he handled it... We had that conversation before. I think he handled it 
professionally. But who can say, you know, we're not in that situation. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He was definitely not in the wrong. No. Will Smith was in the wrong the whole way. It was a bitch move on his part, which is upsetting because he's one of my favorites. Yeah. You know, from fucking parents just don't understand. And even before that. I feel like I grew up with Will. Yeah. I feel like, right. we, like we're friends. You yeah. know what I mean? Just from TV and everything. Yeah. Right? So it's upsetting to see him do that to one of my favorite fucking comedians, obviously, too. Who's just making a joke. And because you're one. You know what I mean? It's just like. And that wasn't obviously because just just because of that. Obviously, there's more more to it, but either way, man, it was... Yeah, we will, the world will never know it. You can always no. uh, speculate, but until yeah. you hear it out of the mouth of Will Smith or Chris Brown, Chris Rock, you, you won't really know the real story. Exactly, um, yeah. I mean, he apologized. He had a thing on the thing where he apologized, but it, it was, you know, who knows? He's, you know, obviously, he has to say he felt bad about it. Right. Snap, but he was fucking partying later on that man, night. Right. <laughs> Boy, out there, he was like, yeah, that's how we fucking do it. Uh, I'm fucking free, yo. Damn, I don't man, play I don't fucking games in this bitch. That shit crazy, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was fucked up. Damn. So, so Ty- Tyrone, you know, like, I'm, I'm a student of comedy. Um, I'm one of the comedians that actually watch everybody. And I say my influences from everybody I watched, um, even though I feel like I have my own style. But uh, in, in your material earlier, you mentioned how you came from, like, a funeral background. And me, with my slow self, I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> I knew your name, but I didn't put two and two together. You know, Gaines. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's in Cleveland, Ohio, they know and heard Gaines. And I tell Justin all the time that, right. you know, the Gaines funeral home got the majority of my family, pretty much. Um, Sorry for your loss. Thank you. But, but thank you for coming to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you did, what was your role in that business? Oh, man, so this, I grew up in it. So it was like all my life, like, so you're not going to have one job in the funeral business. Okay. Like I started off uh, doing uh, body removal from, you know, houses and hospitals. Mm. And then um, doing inside the funeral home, I called myself um, a mortuary concierge. Just whatever, whatever the job needs. I got you, you know. Then uh, eventually I went to school. I was a funeral director for a little while, an embalmer, a grief counselor, uh, everything. So you could technically you could beat somebody's face. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I can. I can restore a beaten face and then beat it and make it look awesome. Well, the the Hollywood term of somebody getting their makeup done is beating the Mm -hmm. face. Mm. So. Tyrone okay. can actually, you could actually do somebody's face. Now, I can't give you no smoky bedroom eye, but I can make you look alive, you know? <laughs> That's dope. Wow. At what age did you start doing all that? That's what I'm saying. Like, kind of my whole life, but maybe 16, I started taking it seriously. Right. Really getting into it. Wow. Yeah. That's young to never be doing not, all that with dead bodies. So, I mean, how do you feel about death, yeah? I mean, you know, I was never not used to it, but, you know, close to home is close to home. Right. Like, it still sucks. Well, obviously, yeah. Uh, it always sucks, you know It saying? makes it easier for me with, uh, with breakups, though. Really? I'm like, girl, you're still alive, man. I'll see you again. I didn't oh, agree. People I would uh, never see no more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. Leave if you're going to leave, then. I don't care. Right. So, yeah. all right. From Okay, so you did the, the funeral home. So you, you did some, um, pretty much you did public speaking to people not at their best times. At the worst times, most times. Right? Yeah, pretty much. That's at the worst yeah, time. So right. you did public speaking, and, and that's... And, and that's a, a big thing to accomplish because most people never or say they can't even do that. And you were doing it All the to time. people at their worst times. In yeah. their life. And it, it is it is difficult, especially with um 
we do majority black families, so uh, black people typically gr grieve angry. Yeah. So, you know, it's trying to, right. you know, being able to handle business and tactfully take a cuss out without getting emotional and right. whatever. But um, the, that public speaking was easier for me than doing stand-up because you know you're, you're under you're under a protocol yeah you kind of have like a set speech points you got to hit these are these aren't your words this is the company which empowers me you got to listen to my authority okay but okay. but doing stand-up it's like these are my thoughts and my my, my feelings e even with that man it, you know some people find it very difficult like you know because basically you know public speaking if you're like conducting a meeting or if you're doing a uh, presentation or something like that you pretty much have your structure with the points that you want to hit some some people have uh what do you call it, PowerPoints behind them, and it's still difficult for them. Mm -hmm. So you doing that, that that's tough. I mean, I, I've done public speaking in, in the way that, uh, and I was shy myself, and the way that I got out of that was uh, with humor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, I really was super shy, and I broke the ice with humor. If I could make you laugh, I felt better. And that's way I that's the way I proceeded with my relationships, or or just you know not saying relationship, but you know business relationship, right. work relationship, anything. Yeah. I broke the ice with humor, um, but that that was some good training, man. For what you and then from there you did when you went to radio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my OG um, Ray Robinson, the Mad Hatter. I, I had met him doing funeral stuff. Mm -hmm. Me and him linked up. He used to do. Um, pictures at the funeral okay okay and um, me and him used to always have good conversations like oh this is before we was even thought about recording anything so he ends up getting the show down on uh 95.1 95.9 wovu okay he ends up getting the show there they call it advice no it's um community radio okay yep yep down on uh, 72nd and kins man okay and he gets um a show there he invites me down i never leave hmm. you know he starts showing me the ropes because he's been Everything he he's any type of I call him Mr. Multimedia because anything with a pen, a mic, a camera, mm -hmm. he's done it. Mm. So yeah, he just kind of taught me everything that he knew, and then that spun off into other opportunities and yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. See, yeah. So so uh, you think you hit it at your perfect time in life? Then I think so, man. I, I, right. I, 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 sometimes I feel like oh. I wish I would have started comedy uh, younger, where my, my mind and my body was a little sharper. You, you know? think you would have been a physical comic? Maybe I might have been. I might have tried it. Yeah. But think about all the things you know now that you can talk about, life experience that you have that nobody. I mean, think about talking about that shit. Yeah. You haven't talked about that shit at all. No. Being in, in the funeral. And, yeah, yeah. And early, and some of his early material, he spoke about but, it. But he's right. I haven't, I haven't gone in like I could have. No, that's what I'm saying. In. Yeah, there's yeah. so much stuff you could talk about. And you're, I mean, I know it all depends. People don't want to, you know, divulge shit. And you like to, I know you're clever as fuck. So uh, you like to think about shit with your, you know, like your George Carlin list. Yes, yes, you know thank what I'm you. Saying? You know, so, so I understand what you're trying to do, but there's a lot of interesting things you could talk about. Yeah, and I think know. when if I was younger, I wouldn't have had this perspective you know like exactly. my perspective from from five years ago was totally different right you know so yeah so I, I, I to your point I don't think I don't think I I think I started at the right time exactly yeah. okay I gotta yeah, ask yeah. you this this ain't got nothing to do with nothing but do you know who Uncle Kevin is Uncle Kevin no okay who's that <laughs> it was a funeral show I forget called I forget the name of it. Oh, was it the reality show yeah with the, 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 the slick uncle yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what you're talking about yeah yeah 
I have no idea what you're talking about, but I was just wondering, did you know who Uncle Kevin was and how you feel about Uncle Kevin? Man, look, I I've been say I, I had an idea for doing like it was more of a sitcom than a reality show. Okay. But loosely based on the funeral home life because it wasn't explored. But right. um I don't know my the people that the people that run it are old school and right. we had a couple opportunities. Like uh, uh the jackass people approached us. Really? They wanted to do um the funeral scene for Bad Grandpa with us. Get the fuck mm. out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, but just the thought it, was, it wasn't it was a good look for the business. Didn't want to mess up the bread and butter with con comparing it with the, the comedy right. stuff. Right, right, I'm right, a natural right. comedian. I'm like, what? Man, tell them to come back now. Right, 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 right. You're like, shit, I ain't worried about the family right, shit. Right, right, right. I can launch my career. I'm just going to grab a casket. We're going to go over to the church. <laughs> <laughs> Call Johnny Knightfield <laughs> now. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that you, you know what? And, and I understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, they don't know how it could have actually helped the business. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, but see, for them, though, that's they're, they're doing the dream. Like, being famous entertainer is my dream. Yeah, right. I'm still pursuing right. shit. They're like, man, nah, nah, the dream is fine. Don't yeah, touch but, it. hey, alone. you know, right. as seen on uh, Bad Grandpa, this is the game, you know. Yeah, that that can bring you know people you know like especially especially people in the in the area that didn't know mm -hmm. and you know go other places but you know now you know people like to just follow a name you know what I mean or mm -hmm. but but to your point people also like to like oh what do they think they are big time now of course you man. know what I'm saying so it, it all depends on how that can go no I, you know I get I, mean? I get both sides that's the problem with this sides. bullshit sometimes you know because I mean? you that's why I said in First episode, I'm like, there's gonna be a lot of motherfuckers that hate what I got to say. Yeah, a lot of people aren't gonna agree with what I have to say. You know what I'm saying? But there's gonna be people, a lot of people that agree with what but I you. Have you prepare for it, like, like a lot, sometimes I say stuff preparing for the debate. Like, all right, I'm throwing right, this out. Exactly. Or whatever. Exactly. Look, You've thought it through. The, the women in my family don't understand that. So I, I got this video <laughs> that just did, did pretty good, and I was getting a lot of negative feedback. So my sister and this girl been arguing. It's, it's good. since Wednesday. Like the argument's going on the right one now. Still. Viral? Yeah. Look, yeah, yeah, look, yeah. The argument is still going on right now as that's, we speak. Like they both it ain't even about me no more. They, bo she, they both want the last word. Why did she even <laughs> indulge? Cause that's the, the women in my family, if they get a chance to ruin somebody's day, they get excited. They're like, Ooh, we about to get this bitch's IP address and we about to <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's just the ones of my generation though. They just like the the, the warriors, man. I love them. Shout out, ladies. I love y'all. And how old are you now? Me? I am 40. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got you about four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Seven. all the same. Seven. It's all the same at this point until oh. we get to like 60, you know? Like, yeah, trust yeah. me. My eyesight's going bad, dog. It's fucking screens, man. Man. That's what it is. These goddamn phones. Yeah. So, Tyrone, you also go by the name of Crazy T. Tell us about that. That was my radio name. So, when I was doing the show with my guy Ray Robinson, his, um, his show was called The Asylum. He was Ray Robinson, the Mad Hatter, and he had to give me a, a, an asylum-appropriate name, so Crazy T. Okay. Gotcha. And then I spiced it up. I'm like, well, I'm going to spell it K-R-A-Y-Z-T, you know, and make it, uh, <laughs> I don't know, just make it fancy, Crazy I guess. Crazy T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy T. Crazy T. And, what, <laughs> and what was this on? This is on 95.9 WOVU, okay. BBC Community Radio. Okay, there you go. Uh, Shit, how long were you doing that for? Pause. Oh, man, about four years. <laughs> right, right, right. What? BBC. Uh, Pause. I, I did about four, about four years. Like, technically, I still do it. I, I do um, my guy, uh, DJ Chris Styles. I do his show on Monday. Okay. And, um, yeah, he's a, a DJ. He plays all Cleveland music from 8 to 11 every oh, day. Oh, nice. that's dope. Yeah. yeah. The that's platform... Right. Yeah, funny fact on uh, to my public speaking, I officiated his wedding. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah, Don't, I got yeah. my business license, yeah, man. That is what right. you guys did. Yeah, 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 that is right, yeah. This is my first time doing the wedding. I, did, I, I officiated my sister's wedding last year. Oh, man, it was cool. It was dearly um, beloved. It was easy because they wrote their own vows, so I oh, didn't have really? that much to say. If I had to do the whole, you know, to have and to hold, to... Well, you know what? I went online. They have a script. Yeah. And so I printed that bitch. I made my own, like, little fucking pamphlet. I put pictures and shit of me, like, as a fucking priest and stuff. I put my face on it. Start to start the church now. I know, serious, yeah, it's hilarious. I, I think I gave it to my sister as a safekeep, you know what I'm saying? But they got married on the beach up on Lake Erie, you know what I'm saying, up there in, in, in Erie. So, I, I, yeah, I married them up there. Mm. It was dope, you know what I'm saying? Family and that, you know, it was quick. I was nervous. Me too, man. And, you know, but, but I, I went by the script. Everyone did what they are supposed to. It's legally bound, you so know let, what I'm saying? So let me ask you now, though, is... Is it harder for you now doing serious speeches since you've been doing comedy? I mean, I said the only thing I did is I, yeah, well, of course, because that's just my nature. Are you like nervous doing them or? I mean, kind of. I mean, I'm not a big speech guy anyway. I even I, that's my problem. Like I said, I want I've always wanted to be behind the scenes doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Creating things, put it up online like a cartoon of some sort, maybe doing something like that. But comedy, you have to get on stage. But I, but I'm also this way in front of my family and friends and you know I'm this person so, but you know I'm never a speech guy you know what I mean so doing that I did it because my sister wanted to get married mm-hmm. to her her uh, girlfriend at the time you know what I'm saying they okay. couldn't do it in a church right so they asked my they actually asked my sister to do it so I was the fucking backup <laughs> and so then she asked me if I would do it and I said well how can I do it she's like I, I do it, get ordained I was like how do you do that I looked online. You got to pay seventy dollars, so right. I did it. Read the oath. Yeah, I do. Yep, I, I, I didn't even have to do that. They sent, they, yeah. they sent me everything, and ta-da! Yeah. Look, it's, it's recognized by the state of Ohio, yeah. by Jesus, and most importantly, the IRS. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So you know, and uh, you know, so I did that. You know, just for them, really. You know what I mean? But. You know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, 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 it's it makes me feel like I got superpowers. Yeah. Because the Catholic Church don't even, can't even marry gay people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they won't. They won't, no, they can't, they can't, man. You know, so guess what? We got powers. <laughs> Facts. Facts, But man. yeah, so that's why I did it, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, it's just, you know, it's, you know, I've always, it's, and I'm not a big Bible thumper. I've never been a church guy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I also believe in something i don't know that spirit of something you know what i mean and who's to stop them from loving each other and you know what i mean and yeah. wanting to be together so no, no i believe in god yeah of course but church is just exactly it's too it's too whatever you know like exactly. I, I grew up catholic school and baptist church like old and like time served man right you know right. I, I went through like just my first holy communion and then it was a wrap. That was it. It was, it was like, I'm leaving. And then my dad, he was Lutheran. And like, so every Friday we'd have fish sticks and uh, fucking uh, macaroni and cheese. And I didn't like fish sticks. You know what I'm saying? It's just too fishy. I couldn't have chicken fingers. My dad was Lutheran. He'd be eating a fucking steak. And I'm like, what's this? Right, right. What, 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 why, is, why is he eating a steak? And why do I got to eat fish sticks? I haven't praised the Lord enough. Yeah, you know, what, what are we doing here? Wait, wait. This, this has nothing to do with, what, this is a religion? Wait, wait, what? What are we uh, you know, and that's where rules just start going out of the window for me as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, I didn't before that, but, you know, eh, whatever. So, okay, see, I thought the Crazy T was a rapping name. <laughs> no, you, my rapping name, I thought, thought I was so clever when I was young. My rapping name was uh, Ramacidal. 
Oh shoot! It was like <laughs> uh, like homicidal, but I'm killing them with the rhymes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nice. What's the single? What, what was your uh, rapper name, Jay? What was it? What was it? Jay Full. Jay Stance. <laughs> Jay Stance? I think it was Jay Stance. Jay Stance. Has to be fresh. <laughs> Jay Stance has to be fresh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to hear that take. That's single. Uh, I have a song on the fucking YouTube. Yeah. Split personality. Oh my god. My buddy well, my buddy was gonna he was gonna film a movie with this white dude and this black dude playing like a split personality. They have different skin, you know, obviously, you know, same person but different personalities. Right. And they were gonna flip, so I did a song for it. You know what I'm saying? And it's called Slipper. You made a beat to it, and I just threw fucking lyrics to it. It's on there. Uh, it's not the it best, out. but, you know. I got respect. I'm going to check like, it out. You know, sound like DMX on that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. I, I can write. Yeah. Not definitely not a performer. So, you know what I'm saying? One of those things. Writer's trying to turn into a, trying to perform, yeah. Yeah, that, but, but, on, but on stage is different because you're just telling stories and being funny, and that's your personality, and that's... That's something I can do. Yeah, yeah. That's something we can do. That's how you know I feel, what I'm saying? Man. You know. on, on any stage, I'm an animal beast. I need a special made cage and a mechanical leash. All right, that's all I got, y'all. That's Ooh, it. That's shit. it, man. It. That was Ramosado. That was Ramosado. <laughs> oh, that was Ramosado. That wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> Coming at ya. That's dope, man. You know, I, I could personally say every time I seen uh, Tyrone out, he's attacking the mic fearlessly. Yeah. He, he, you know, I've always been impressed with it, with the way he does that. You know, yeah, yeah, man. Like, and it's funny. Like, we're going down the list. Like, I've always wanted to get paid to speak. I didn't know how. Yeah, I didn't know what what right. it was going to end up being. Right. But I'm like, I'm gonna try and rap it. I'm gonna try radio. I'm gonna do funeral. I'm gonna go in front of the mic at the funeral home at the church. You know, like whatever. But God bless. I'm you, gonna get man. paid to be myself someplace. You know, you I was go. always looking for that even before I knew I was. Yeah, I'm not boxing. I don't like the, the nine to five, the, the office work. The, that's why I've always liked a, like a truck driving job, a delivery job, because I'm fucking gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm not stuck in one spot. You know what I mean? You're floating, you're delivering, you're talking to the fucking grocery guy. Hey, how you doing? Bye, bye, bye. Go to another spot. Hey, what's up? Yeah, you take your shit. Bye. Boo. You know, and then you're just back. You jump through the truck and you're fucking gone. You know what I'm saying? You're home. You're doing your thing. You know what I mean? It's it was one of those deals. It just sucked during the winter time. You know what I mean? No, no, but, absolutely. Like even doing like if I do if I do like three shows on three shows back to back like in three 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 nights back to back that fourth night I need to go home and recharge I got to go and get get myself together with me and see know? and see that's why I mean I mean it's terrible because I think if I got I, I need to get out at least one more night a week one more night a week I think or, or do like what we did Wednesday. Well, twice in one day. Heck yeah! Twice in one day. That was yeah. kind of fun. It to was. be honest with you, that was kind of that was because the. Cause the first time, the funny stuff, the set didn't go as well. But I didn't. That was just like I wanted to just try the new stuff, and I didn't plan out my time, and then my time planned out at all. So I was just like, I'm done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I knew it was like a little after four minutes. You know, he said I had two minutes left, but I knew it was, it was time. really short. No, it was it was like four four twenty. Yeah, I mean hey. that's, that's, that's what what the recording said. But I recorded him. Saying stuff and then in your introductions. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it might have been too. Yeah, because I was just like, fuck it. I just want to work on my son's shit. And then, because if I would have went into anything else, I didn't know I had two minutes left. And I don't, you know, either way, yeah, plus I you, fucked up. I like to have two at nights because you can, you can fix those. You're like, all right, I saw it. I messed up Yeah. 15 minutes ago. Let me go and uh, yeah. say what I meant. So, how many shows have you ever done in one day? Um, 
three. Wow. Three. And but it was uh it was it wasn't it wasn't shows, shows, it was uh, open mics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I went um it was one spot that was doing like a six to ten. I went there and did uh, it was a competition. I did like a six thirty there, went to like seven thirty at like um Hatfields on the west side okay. on the west side and then pulled back up to Ulysses on um on Euclid. Yeah. So I was on Thurs uh Thursday. Thursday yep. Okay, look yeah. at you. And that was after work. Man, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> But them bodies aren't going to bury themselves now, Justin. Oh, I hear you, dog. I understand, man. Shit, people need to get put put to rest. Yeah, right. You know. No, that's dope, man. You're seeing that's what people see. That's the that's that's why every time I go out, I try and have my shit ready, timed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's no me going through my phone. Yeah. Like I go, I go up once, and most of the time it's at the funny stop. You yeah. know what I mean? Because and hopefully the crowds have been way better than it has been lately, dude. I can't wait for the winter time. It seems like people want to come inside a little bit more. But either way, you know what I mean? You get to really see where your shit's at. You know what I mean? When there's a crowd that wants to see comedy, you know what I mean? That's where we had those conversations. But you be working it out, man. Well, you do a lot of crowd work. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. Not really. To the, you know how to talk to the crowd. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. But I'm you just... don't do crowd work. But you, but you're, you're so comfortable in, in when you're up there. You know what I mean? Addressing the audience, and and I need to be more in the moment. Yeah, you know, the, what I'm the ones saying? I really look at them is when um I know I'm saying something uncomfortable. Okay. So I'll be like, you know, white slavery. Mm-hmm. You know, just see, right? You know, that's you know, so see who's yeah. reactive. But like uh, when I first started, I'm, I'm looking at foreheads. I'm like, not even. Engaged, like, yeah, so my next joke is, yeah, you know. <laughs> that, I love that one. That yeah. one's fucking great, right. man. And I, 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 I got that one kind of from, like, um, watching Bill Burr. Bill Burr is so good at straddling the line. He has this joke about dating a black chick. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my God, he rides, because, like, the whole time you're like, all right, where you going, Bill? Where you going? But then he, he just rides the line so good, and it's hilarious at the end. See, yeah. Always wanted to, like, thread the needle like that. Right. And I, I mean, even like that with, with, with the gay jokes or even, like, the women jokes. Most of my jokes are about women. Right, right, I try right. to like. Uh, yeah, you craft them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why I love what and, and somebody who's doing that and doing it right and taking the shit seriously. You know what I'm saying? I love to see that instead of somebody just going up there and riffing. I mean, I look. I don't mind crowd work. I get it, but our goal is an hour special. Absolutely. I, I've seen people that go up there and be like. They'll be up there and be like, shit, motherfucker, yeah, <laughs> shit. And I told this motherfucker, like, look at these motherfuckers over here. What y'all got going on over here? Shit. I've seen people do that for their whole set. Oh, yeah. Man, one of my pet peeves is, is um, at a, a white crowd club, uh-huh. black comics who come and just overuse nigga. Nigga, you know, nigga, nigga. You know nigga, what I'm saying? Nigga. And, like, you're doing it because you know it's going to get a reaction. It's, it's right. like with a cheat code. You know right, what I mean? Like, right, right, right. That's why, I, look. I ain't saying you can't use niggas. It's some, crazy, some very crafty ways you can do it. Yeah. But, but, you know, skillfully, you know, use it. That, that's why, as far as, like, swearing, and you know, people, a lot of people don't like the funny stuff because you can't swear and shit like that. But anyone who knows me personally knows my, my mouth is the worst. I have you dropping F-bombs fucking all, all the time. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's not the best, especially on rep. You know what I mean? If I'm up there with no material yeah. and I'm just talking freely... It's not good. Can't, you know, yeah, I can't yeah. control a swear. I mean, in public, like if I'm, especially, I mean, if, especially after a few drinks and you're in that setting where you're you're trying you're you're trying to be funny and you're not in an office or you know in court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even when my wife is like, you were trying to get us kicked out. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm in there talking shit or some sort. You know what I mean? But when 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 you're on stage and and you have to be clean, it's like, you know, it's 
it's not hard because F-bomb, you know, when you're dropping a fuck, that's a cheap laugh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm writing, I don't write fuck. You know what I'm saying? When you're writing yeah. the word out, it's, and when, you, when you're writing it out, most of the time you're just like, I don't have to say fuck. But when you're working something out, that's when that shit comes out. Yeah. Because some people don't write. Some people just go up there with an idea and fucking flow it out, and that's where you start yeah. cursing and shit. It does, I mean? yeah. You know, starting off, I thought that's how you had to... You know, I grew up like with Def Jam and stuff. Oh, me so I too. I'm me thinking like... I, don't thought I want to be Eddie Murphy. Like, right, right. So this is how you, just, this is how you tell jokes, right? Yeah. You got to throw these words in there. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, but now that you know... I like the funny stuff because it does definitely put the um, put the game on hard a little bit. The only the the best thing about it is you get opportunities if you go there and pe- you know the, the owner likes you you keep coming you you get opportunities to guest spots for people to come in. He actually headlines, you know I mean you're in there when headliners come in. He let you come in for free mm-hmm. to watch headliners on Fridays. If you come there on a regular basis and he knows you, you know what I mean as a comedian, he, he lets you watch him. You get right. to talk to that's these dope. people. That's dope. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's how we met Greg Morton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Gary G. Shout out to Greg and, Morton. And, Shout out to Gary Mike. G. You know what I'm saying? Mike's, Mike Mike is funny. Adam Gable. And uh, uh, who's the other one? Ron. Is it Ron? Abernathy. You talking about Rob Ward? No. Leary. O'Leary. Webster Slaughter. He was with Adam. Herschel Walker. Oh, McNeely. McNeely. Barry yeah, oh, yeah. Barry <laughs> he looked like one of the Baldwin brothers. Yeah, yeah. He does a great impression. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we met, you know, all those guys coming through the funny stop. You know what I mean? And they nice. they're all from New York and other places, you know, Canada and shit like that. So you know, you know, good networking. I mean, well, it's a, yeah, yeah, and it's opportunity. Shit, Kate Quigley was there. She's from yeah, California. Kate Quigley. Yeah, well, she's from here. Well, yeah, she's from here, but and, and, uh, out in that she made it. Yeah. Chris Farley's brother's coming. Yeah, Kevin Farley, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Is that the guy from King of Queens? No, uh, the guy from Tommy Boy and... Uh, I know Chris. Yeah. I don't know Kevin. That's his brother. Okay. That's the only reason why, you know, people are, you know, that's that's what they that's how they promote it. It's, it's Chris, Far- or, you Chris know, Farley's Chris brother. Chris Farley's brother. He looked like him. It definitely looks like him. But he was doing comedy when Chris Farley, I think he was doing comedy before Chris Farley. I, well, yeah. Well, that's what all like that Tony Rock. Yeah, he don't get the you know uh, Chris Rock's brother when he's uh, actually really funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has like, I think he has another brother that does comedy too. Sometimes you need that push though. Like, I'm gonna change mine from Tyrone Gaines to Tyrone Wayne. So like, <laughs> you, like, you actually <laughs> can be one of the cousins. Right? You could be in there somewhere. Well, Wayne's for cousin. sure. Yeah, you, you yeah. look like uh like one of Damon's offspring. Uncle Keenan. Put me on, maybe. Right. <laughs> you could probably get away with it. That's a beat hustle. You should do it. Next on stage, <laughs> we got the nephew. <laughs> Keenan Ivory <laughs> Wayne. Well, do me like that, Uncle. Um, that's a low down, dirty shame. <laughs> <laughs> he probably got I so many nephews and nieces that he probably, hey, he probably can't keep track. Yeah, right? you, yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh. Yeah, I'm Brenda's son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He, he, they, it's it's some is that, you know, the first generation is not in their entertainment. They have kids that's in their entertainment. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to say the grand like there's um, what's her name? Um, she's uh, one of the nieces, Yvette Wayne's or, mm-hmm. Keish, anyway, she's a she's a stud, but she's a, she's been on the stand up side like she's been yeah. earning it. Oh really? See. Yeah. She had this joke talking about how she don't get di- they, they'll get dips. Like, All right, she gonna be in the movie. 
If you can get your Uncle Damon to come and be in the movie too, you gonna get the deal. Ah, <laughs> see, but that's terrible. Though, that's real though. Man. I'm sure that's it fucked is. Up, man, see, that's the problem with the business. You know what I mean? That's why I just wanna do the comedy side of that shit, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He wants to be a movie star. No, no he no. wants to do. No, know. no. This, this is this is the thing. I don't mind just traveling and doing, you know. This is the up. thing. You, I can't. I can't think of any comic that's doing it big that only did comedy. What do you like stand up? Yeah. Yeah. They all did something else. So basically, like here, here it is. Like let's just say for this city, we're 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 we we're well known in the city. We can we can sell tickets here. But I need to be able to sell tickets everywhere I go. Yeah. How can that be done? We have a podcast. People yeah. get to know us from the podcast. We got right. a cooking show. People get to know us from the cooking show. Right. We were on a sitcom. People would know us from from a sitcom. For and therefore, sure. we will sell tickets. I understand it helps. I, I'm not. It all depends on the offer. Let's just take your idol for example. One of your idols, Joe Rogan. Okay. Joe Rogan's known from Fear, Fear Factor. Fear Factor, yeah. Fear Factor was a big show. People were fans of Fear Factor. He was also known in the uh, UFC world. Big time, and now he's he has a stand up career. Now he has the one of the he has one of the largest podcasts in the in the world. D-Lo All of that I stuff think. that I just named helped him sell tickets. Oh, for sure, mm-hmm. the podcast was so. The do, do I want to be a, a, a movie star? Absolutely not. Um, do I want to be able to provide for my family? Absolutely, Absolutely. for okay. sure. And oh, do I yeah. want to be able to sell tickets to my comedy show? Absolutely, definitely. Hey, so I got a comedian question. I ask every comedian, right? Go yeah. for it. Uh, movie deal, ten million dollars. You know what I mean? And it's a great movie. You're going to be whatever. Do you wear the dress? No. <laughs> Although. Let the church say amen. <laughs> no. Although. No. <laughs> You're right. White people been known to put on dresses. I'll put on a goddamn now. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can make fun of me. That's funny. Uh, okay. What about you? If it's a good role. Okay. If it's um. I mean, if it's legit funny, man, I always, yeah. I always bring up um, Shanene on Martin. Mm-hmm. Shanene was a dope character. I don't Ooh. think it affected Martin's career negatively at all. I think it even added to his repertoire. Repertoire. So did yeah. Wanda. Yeah, but, yeah. I th- but I think one thing, once Martin did Shanene and Big Mom, it's all right, Martin, too much. All right, you know, pull back. Right. Yeah. I don't know. If it's a, I don't know. I don't think every. So you think it would be better if they let, give you a nice outfit with some leggings? Maybe if it was something cute, you know, like go with my. No, I'm saying, I'm saying I don't think every. Black dude in a dress is a conspiracy against the culture. You know what I mean? I think well, so. it's different when it comes to like us because we're comedians. So yeah. us doing some silly shit in a dress is fucking silly. Yeah, it's not looked at in that in that way. And if that's how it's portrayed in the movie, instead of me trying to walk around, you know, selling my dick, you know what I'm saying? Well, well okay. So right. so ba- this, this, this is this is where this is gonna go. <laughs> like we gonna I'm gonna take it to where. Where, where that whole concept came from it like with, with this is a, a modern day of this is the part of slavery that they really don't talk about they would take the biggest and strongest black person that looked like the buff that people would look up to like the other black people would look up to and the slave masters would fuck them I heard about this in front mm-hmm. of the in front of everybody look at your leader look at who you look up to look right. this is what I'm gonna do you're gonna take his man way, manhood away from him in public all right, so here we are. You got a big star. You got Eddie Murphy. You got Martin, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart. This is the big black buck. This is who y'all looking up to. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna fuck him, but we gonna put a dress on him. Look at your leader now. Mm. Look at who you look up to. Look but, what we done. Yeah, but I think. 
people look at that, and, and it all depends on who it is. Like I said, Kevin Hart doing it in a scene, which is a movie, or The Rock, or, you know, Eddie Murphy in a movie. I don't know that they look at it that, in that light. I think now that I broke it down like that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different story, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, some degree, I don't know. Like, Eddie Murphy, I don't know how much it have affected him. Especially because it was like, oh, okay. I was going to ask a dumbass question. <laughs> when did Eddie Murphy wear a dress? But the clumps, but it was, it was, it wasn't even. She was more fat than the female. You know the character he played. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the more. But he the, played his own characters. He wrote, didn't he write it? Yeah. Well, I don't know if he wrote, but he he definitely played everybody. Yeah. He. I mean, even if he played all the even roles. in Norbit, Respicia. Yeah. 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 I mean, so it's that's different when you're playing multiple characters. Even with Martin, you know what I mean? I mean, look at uh. Um, Terry, Tyler, Tyler Perry. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. That role too good. Shit. Hey, but no, even like okay, so like like Kevin Hart on stage, he does um this joke about um the female like no, oh my god, no. That's a a funny character. If he if he turned that woman into like a whatever, I don't know. That's that's funny. That's funny first instead of. But but everybody has a girl voice they have to use when they're doing like he's talking yeah. about his wife or some girl you got to use a you know even with me I, I use a well I use kind of a bitchy one because my wife <laughs> talking like this and all that shit that's how she be talking all goddamn time or, so or, or, or you can express yourself like Prince did all of Prince Prince's act with all of his acts were alter egos of him mm. right yeah. right from all of them Sheila E Apollonia oh. to Morris Day, they were all they were all his alter egos. Man, shout out Prince, cause Prince, shout out to Prince. Prince would bring full grown bad bitches out of nowhere, like like Apollonia. Like where's she been? Nobody met her before. Like she untouched. Yeah. I had her in my shower. He grew her in the lab. Yeah. <laughs> Vanity. Yeah. Where has she been hiding? That? Right. And why doesn't anybody else have access to these women? The, the twins. <laughs> right. Right. Chris Prince be growing them. You know, yeah. They got a garden. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's up to the personal person, you know. Um, I can't be mad at anybody that wants to, you know, change the dynamics of their family lifestyle or their, or their family if they want to do a role like that. But me personally, I just couldn't do it. I mean, $10 million, I'll, I'll put on a dress like that shit. It's just one movie. I ain't sucking a dick. No. I ain't getting it in the ass. You're talking about, just talking about fashion exactly. here, Justin. I'm just, just talking about fashion, brother. I, I know, but there's a casting. There's a casting couch, Tyrone. Them <laughs> 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 bitches be wearing dresses on the casting oh. couch. <laughs> Man, I think that's another beauty about doing comedy. You can kind of go independent so you don't have to... <laughs> you don't have to... <laughs> Do certain things I've been told you have to do in Hollywood to so, make so it. That's why we gonna stay independent, Man, dog. Right, and make it happen with the Justice League. We're gonna find more motherfuckers to connect with and um, be on on rip. Unfortunately, I'm letting it be known, like my half of the Midnight Paco podcast uh, <laughs> with the right number. So motherfucker. <laughs> To Sold to the highest bidder. There's no, no halves. What are you talking what, about? There'd be some college kid named Scott. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking over the, <laughs> yeah. taking over the side of the pocket. Like how much you paying, Scott? <laughs> I mean, you can find a bunch of bald-headed white dudes with beers. I'm sure of that. <laughs> Goddamn, there's all types of us out there. Average as fucking this bitch. It's just the Paco podcast. Aren't you the midnight part? No, 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 no. There's a secret. secret yeah, behind. Midnight Paco is a is a... Is a uh, entity. Is a is a person. Is oh. is 
not a person, but it's it's definitely a it's a killer. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically why it's so secretive. Okay. Yeah. 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 The mystery yeah. of Midnight Paco. Right. Ooh. Tune in next week. Yeah. No. So Midnight Paco, you know, and and I and I and I um. I predicted the questions and the assumptions, didn't I? All the time. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. they're going to be like, so who's Midnight and who's Paco? And, and what, you know, I was like, yeah, but, yeah, you know. It, so, it sounds, it's, it's definitely leading. It's a leading, it's a leading name. Yeah. Now you got to be, come on, I'm not Puerto Rican, but Paco, I'm light-skinned. You're obviously light. <laughs> Close you know enough. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Am I dark enough to be referred to as Midnight? No, mm. no. But with the name, you know, they what I'm are saying? assuming that I'm midnight in your pocket. Exactly. Yeah. See, I got some meta uh, Hootie and the Blowfish type uh, name. Taco Paco. Who's Hootie? It's no Hootie, man. It's just the name of the thing. Yeah. No Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> Let her cry. See, I don't even know. See, I know the group, but I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to pick a fucking song out of the goddamn uh, air like that. I only want to be with you. Okay. See, I know that song. Okay. See, I know that song. <laughs> see? I don't want to say it's pot. His name it's is just, Darius. I don't give that many fucks about it, so I, I don't. It's not in the memory bank. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, it's, there's a lot of shit that Darius just, gets well, chicks. Th there's out there. It, all it needs is a. <laughs> you know, I just, a little, oh, 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 I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to do something real quick. You know, um, Godfrey. Oh shit! Oh yeah, I gotta pump this again. Okay. Cleveland comedy is on the rise. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is proof. You're looking at Cleveland comedy is on the rise, Godfrey. Yes. Whatever he says. Yeah. I'm down with that shit. It's time, man. I feel like it is, man. I, I'm like, I, I asked y'all about like, do you think it is because um. I'm, new, I'm only a year in, so yeah. this is all new and exciting to me. It all looks like it's growing up, but it's, it feels like it's a a boom, a movement. Well, let me give you some backstory on that. Bam. When I joined these comedians' lives. Oh, yeah. And I always say, Midnight Paco podcast supports you. Cleveland comedy scene on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> Godfrey read it was like, Cleveland comedy scene on the rise. Okay. <laughs> so, like you forcing it you gonna, you, gonna, you, gonna, you gonna make the wave no no Godfrey Cleveland comedy scene is on the rise rising up yes uh, Tyrone like okay so you know being a comic and being a creator like yourself how do you feel about comics that don't write their own material or that or comics that use jokes that you know they didn't create. How do you feel about it? Come on, joke thieves. Joke thieves, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's, it's definitely wrong, you know. Um, I don't know. Like, you gotta you gotta write your own bars. I'm old school, you know. Even like with the raps, you gotta write your own bars. So, right, right. you know, my um, for me personally, my pride won't let me not come with my own material. And I tell you all the time, if I do, if I tell you somebody else's joke, I'm like Bernie Mac said or Chris Rock said. I'm like, I'm gonna right. cite my source because. It's relevant to the conversation, but it ain't my joke. Right. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think you should do it. You know, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I was at this open mic the other day, and this guy, he was like, okay, okay, I'm going to tell you this joke that I heard from a comedian, and you tell me who the comedian is, right? <laughs> and he proceeds to do three minutes of Louis C.K. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Oh, wow. It's like, all right, you kind of prefaced it, but you kind of stole it a little yeah, bit too, man. Yeah. Like, But not only that, it's like, 
Are you going to use that in a show? Yeah, it's bad form. Yeah, it's definitely bad form, especially yeah. if you want people to like you for your comedy. Yeah. You the know? only joke I ever did, like, I had a joke where I was like, when I started off, I was going to be a cover comic. Like, coming to the stage is Crazy T doing the best of Chris Rock. Win and be shopping. Win and be shopping. You know, like, that was the... <laughs> The whole, but that was it though. You know what I mean? But that's like, not bad. No, that, there's but, nothing but, wrong with that. But, but you make it your own joke, even if you take, yeah. even if you use the same premise as somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got a, a why did the chicken cross the road joke? Right. You can, however you finish it, is, is on you, and right. it's your own joke. But right, right, right. It's not stealing that way, but you can't go exactly bar for bar with somebody else said. Yeah, yeah, the whole fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then maybe change. Yeah, no, actually, some of the things we've heard is word for word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can so, believe it. Yeah, no, it's it's. I, I've always that's why it's weird because I've liked comedy because you get to see somebody's perspective their their opinion on something from their perspective absolutely which is awesome because everyone has their own fucking perspective on a lot of the same shit mm -hmm. that's why I kind of stay away from topical stuff you know what I mean even though I can talk about presidents and this and that and all, I, I try and stay away from that and just talk about personal things and find things like relationships things yeah. of that nature you know what I mean or or Things that I can talk about, not, not I mean, more so relatable, but what you want to talk about. But no, I agree with you on your opinion. Like, if 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 I find out Dave Chappelle had Ghost Riders, I would be heartbroken. Right. Like that wasn't him. Right. That wasn't what he felt in his heart. You know what I mean? So yeah, but, I get that. But there's people like I don't want to say not Chris Rock, but I mean, even Chris Rock has other comedians sit there and help give him tags, which isn't a bad thing. They'll sit there and watch his shit, but he can do this, and he'll have like. Good comedians, like he knows and trusts, do that. Yeah. Which isn't bad because that's like if we bounce something off each other. But like Kevin Hart, I know he had people walking or going with him and write in his style, which they thought he would think. I'm sure he'd go over it and things of that nature, but they would write down things that he would think, you know, they thought or they thought he would think what would be funny or some shit yeah. like that. No, I get that. So I, I don't know. But does that take away from his performance of it? And that's what I'm saying. Like, at, at what point are you not a comedian and a performer? Right. Like, you know, let's say Drake got ghostwriters, but he's kind of surpassed being a rapper. He's a he's a performer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. But that's definitely different from then stealing word well, for word. Yeah, I mean, you know yeah, what I'm no, that's, 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 that's agreed upon. Yeah, you got, exactly. You're writing this for me. That's yeah, different. You yeah. Know, like, you'll get credit. Like, if know? I, if I, this, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going I'm to have to, you know, I've been at shows and, um, uh, you know, the crowd will let you know how they feel about you. Absolutely. Um, while you're performing or afterwards. And I've been at shows where I've seen people walk up to other people, like, telling this person, like, yeah, you you funny. You was funny. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, yeah, he was funny doing somebody else's shit. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I, I, I feel... What you're saying, like, okay, you're entertaining and you take people pieces and make it your own. And, and I can see that art aspect of it. Like, you know, I guess you're an artist and you, anything that you use is your canvas. But when it comes to the comedy, I think you should be original. How do you feel about using dead comedians' jokes? It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the it, same it, it's thing. The same if, thing. If it's, be, especially be if it's out in the ethos. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not out there. Mm -hmm. You know, like shit. Uh, Robin Williams was known for stealing jokes, and he yeah. had to pay people a couple times for jokes. I guess you know. That's what, what I hear. But you know, he had his. But his his 
performance of shit is fucking amazing. And, and, and I'm saying it, it was it was so dense. It was so many jokes crammed into that hour. You know what I'm right. saying? Like he's dancing, singing, voices. You know what I'm he saying? Has a performance for sure. Wait, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm saying, like. I'm not saying it's okay, but right. if he so, stole three out of the, 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 the 150 jokes he told, I don't know if yeah. it was that big a deal. Yeah, I, yeah, I heard yeah. somebody say, he's a joke thief and he'll steal your cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> Nobody's doing that act sober. That, that, you, there's no way. <laughs> steal your jokes Dude, and your coke. I don't know if he stole it or what, but the one he did about... Uh, uh, I think being down between the girl's legs, he was doing this shit. Like, yeah. Man. <laughs> Like looking up oh, man. <laughs> and you know him, he has a hairy ass goddamn arm, so it was even fucking hilarious. But, but Robin Williams, he had he had all the tools in the bag too. As much as Eddie Murphy did. Oh, for all sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people with performance, you know, especially in that aspect. But, you know, it it was out there. There's there's a few people, you know. The biggest one was the Carlos Mencia thing, obviously, mm. which On the Thief side, yeah, he and Carlos Mencia made it all the way to HBO stealing season comics jokes. And his openers. Yeah. Apparently, like his openers that would go out there and do good jokes, he would take their shit. Yeah, I heard they had a code when he was in the building yeah, for they, people to do their worst or old material. Yeah, because he's in the building. Yeah, they would flash a light. I guess when he was in the building, like joke thieves in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's just that's terrible. That's like if us going to like the funny stop and this motherfucker just showed up that we used to you know do his shit and then go out. And, and you know, and perform and hey. you know, hey, anybody else ever uh, Google their name before? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Sean yeah. White, we ain't seen him in a while. Who? Oh, right. he might be out there <laughs> killing it. I right, killing it. Using all our materials. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, you thought I used to have hair, but I shaved like, it for you tonight. Like, like all right, I'm Justin Fuller. I mean, um, I'm a uh, right, <laughs> right, and that's why it's so personal. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of my shit's super personal. Where. I mean, you can. I mean, you could do my shit, but they're gonna know it's like. I mean, change your name, I guess. But when I first started, my first, I was worried about that. My first jokes were Tyrone specific jokes. It was right. Jokes about my name. Like I can't go. Um, I can't put in an online application. I got to go in and show my personality. My name's Tyrone. You know, like. <laughs> but it was very. Like you got to be. You got to be the right place at the right time to steal my shit. <laughs> I don't know how much it's worth right now. Tyrone said, "I know. I don't look like a Tyrone. I was named after my daddy." That nigga look like a Tyrone. Right, he do. <laughs> my mama be like, your daddy was a Rolling Stone. He ain't even have a hat. <laughs> there go your daddy. There you go. <laughs> These your names up to somebody. Yeah, my yeah. mom just fucking, oh, it was popular. Fuck it. Just out of nowhere, yeah. Justin. Oh, yes. No, look, my, 78 my, it was the fucking shit. Look, my dad saved me. My mom was going to name me Ian. Mm, really? No, hold on, look. E N. Don't spell it black. Don't do it, mama. <laughs> no, yeah. I, like like you said, you've been in it a year. I've been in it a year and a half. He's been in it a little over a year. So we're all around the same goddamn time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? For the most part. I think me, I started before him. It wasn't, it was only when he showed up is when more people, he would, he would talk to more people and like get them all cohesion and talking because when I went to funny stop nobody was talking to me mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying they weren't coming up to me it's, Ebony was the first one to reach out and said hey shout out to Ebony Timberlake, she, to Ebony Timberlake. Timberlake. She, she was the yeah. first one to come up to me and say like, hey you funny you know what I'm saying and, and, and invited me to do some stuff and everything like that so it was, it was cool because she acknowledged that when 
I mean, I've been going there before she was there. And it wasn't the first time I was there. She was there. It was I've been going there for weeks, mm-hmm. and she was there one night, and I did, and I went up, and she said it. So all these other motherfuckers been seeing me for weeks before, and not said a word. But now he's reached out to all these people. You know, we're cool now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, but you know, it, it's it was because of him where I feel like where wherever I'm at, the, it's getting knitter you know the, you reach out more you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying because we're floaters you know what i'm saying we go we hang out you know in different areas and things of that nature you you're more that. than anything you hit all these spots man i tried to man we, we hit them when we can for the most part wednesdays thursdays is the is the main but now that we when we do our part you know the weeks fucking day work and the way the way the schedule is man it's tough to get out there as much as you get out there which man, is dope man i tried every, every time look i'm, I'm um like I said, I'm old, man. So I used to just tell my jokes and go home. Okay. But you, but you gotta, you gotta stay after and and go out and network. So now my my, yeah. my, my body's set to third shift now. I'm just for doing this. Kind of, you get home by like midnight. Yeah, yeah man, not yeah. even, man. Sometimes it'll be later than that. God, I'm gonna go over here and drink some more. All right. Well, good luck. Uh, Let's try it. Uh, you, you know what? Just to just to bounce off of what Justin said, when we first start coming to the comedy stuff. Uh, Funny stuff. I was thinking to myself, like a room full of comedians, it has to be the best place ever to be. You would think. And then when I got there, people wasn't talking to each other. That was messing up my chi. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was like making me nervous. Like I'm uncomfortable now. I can't perform well when I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. So I, I, I tried to, you know, mix it up a little bit. Like we all here for the same thing. Why are you not talking? See, that, that's why I love to do it. Because, so, so I, let, I, I, I bounce this to you, and I just want to get your perspective because this is how I feel. And it's silly to feel this way, but this is the way I look at it. Even when we're doing open mics, because I, I look at the Funny Stop as like a home club. Since it's an actual club, and that's the one I go to the most. That's, and that's what the we one, started at. The one we started at. It's an actual club that will give you guest spots, and you can meet headliners at. You know what I'm saying? So when you're doing these shows, even open mics, do you feel like it's a show? Like, are you on? Like, you feel like you're on a show with other comedians trying to have fun, or like, do you look at it as competition? Oh, okay. No, it, you know, it, <laughs> I look at it as a show, but it depends on the crowd. If it's more of an audience, of a new audience, yeah, then I might do some of my best stuff, and I might try some new stuff. Yeah, okay. But if it's mostly comics, then I'm fucking around. I'm just trying new stuff and seeing what I'm gonna. But your get. whole your whole look at it is like we're doing a show. I'm having yeah. fun. This yeah, is oh, great. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. But that's, yeah. that's the. The persona, even okay. even, even if I'm not having fun, even if I'm trying, like, let me try to keep this tight yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm gonna, I'm on stage. I'm look like yeah. I'm having fun. Yeah, exactly. But you're there to have fun too, absolutely, and deliver your material. Yeah, yeah. If this is a job, job. I'm I'm quitting. If this exactly. becomes a job, job. I'm done with this shit. I'm, exactly. So yeah. why everyone up tight? Have fun out there when yeah. you're going to these ha- fucking clubs. We're all on the show together. Right. <laughs> you know, and and, and and you know what? If you if you know somebody and. And uh, as comedians, we got to support one another and, and and really, you know, like he pulled my coattail. He told me that I was giving a mediocre performance one time. And I was like, well, damn, you're right. I right. needed to hear that. So I, every time I hit the mic, I'm going to attack mm-hmm. it. This this guy, he attacks the mic every time he sees it. Every time. You know, every time, man. So ever since I've seen him. So, you know, and I'm, I'm, he's one of the co- comics that I definitely, I pay attention and listen to everybody, but. He's one of the, my favorite ones to watch because I love to see what he comes up with. Definitely, I appreciate that, man. You know, it was a, a microphone um, a couple years ago, man, that um, killed somebody real true in my family, and I never found him. So every mic I see, gotta get this work. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You gotta. Till I find him, Mike. I know you out there. If I see you, you are. It's, it's on sight. Uh.
This episode of the Midnight Pocket Podcast brought to you in part by the Acumen Paralegal Services help you help yourself the legal way. The services that they offer is they help with documents that need to be typed, guardianships, probate, divorce, wills and trusts, complaints, business organization, financial planning, and legal research and writing. Go ahead and give them a call at 216-727-0049 or 216-456-2000. Michelle White will get you right. That's right! Yo, where, the, where can they find you at, man? Okay, um, IG, uh, K-R-A-Y-Z-T-9 on Instagram, K-R-A-Y-Z-T-9 on Instagram. If you are in Cleveland, I am at the Haunted House Restaurant on the corner of Cedar and Taylor every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. I got jokes and games and trivia. It's a good-ass time. And um, go to my IG, and you can find all the open mics I'll be at, too. It's listed on my page. So come see your boy. Come support. And uh, that's Tyrone. K-R-A-Y-Z-T-9 on IG. Ah! You can follow me at Justin for the Comedy on Instagram. And I am the great underscore C-O-R-E-E. <laughs> That's where you can find me on Instagram. You can find us both on the Midnight Paco Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Midnight Paco Podcast. We appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button. And, uh... You can also find us on these platforms. What's those other platforms, Shit, man, There's a whole bunch. I don't even remember. D, uh, well, for one, it's iHeartRadio, for one. Yeah. Obviously, Spotify. Yeah. Uh, pretty soon, we'll be Pandora. Yeah. Waiting on the four to six weeks to be approved on that shit, but it's coming. Okay. So make sure you go to those uh, platforms. If you're not already on Spotify, CastBox, Apple, you know, all these motherfuckers, boy. Check us out everywhere. YouTube. Peace out. Midnight Paco. Midnight Paco Podcast. Midnight, 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 Midnight Pocket Podcast. Midnight Pocket. Midnight Pocket. Midnight Pocket Podcast. Midnight Pocket. 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 Midnight Pocket.